I think I was 35 years old. And my mom finally said, you've got to take all your old crap. You've got to take all these old totes that have all these old baseball cards, all this stuff from when you were in high school, your yearbooks and all that. You've got to take it from our house. Right now, it is in our house. It is taking up space. We don't want it anymore. And I was like, uh, okay, fine. Well, I have this, this room in our basement. It's a storage room. So I put all the totes in there. And it's just kind of kept building. And, and now that room is just a storage room and there's stuff all over the place. And my wife comes to me and she says, you know what? We're kind of wasting that room. We should really turn that into a room where the kids can play. Well, how do we do that? Hey, let's build it on radio.com with Corey Heppola and from Lindus Construction, Andy Lindus. Andy, you've seen it. We've got this room in our basement and it is a storage room. It's a really nice space. It's not finished, but it, it, to me, and I agree with my wife, it could be a perfect room for our kids to play in. We keep all their toys in, but right now it's just, it's really just taking up all our old totes that my mom pushed on me. Where, I don't even know where to start, where to begin here. Well, I, I think you're going down the right path. You kind of know what you, you want to turn this room into now. Do you have another place to put all these totes? Is there somewhere maybe storage in the garage? Uh, look up in your garage. Can we put some shelves out there that uh, you could do that? Because every house needs a tote room or some place to put totes. We all have them. And I don't know why. I, I, I can tell you this. If it were me, I'd have half the amount of totes that we have. But That's another question. <clears throat> another <throat> thought. My wife is like, you don't need all that stuff. Like you can get rid of it. I'm like, I'm a nostalgic guy. I like to keep this stuff. I just, I don't like to get rid of things. It's hard for me to purge. Yeah. See, it's the exact opposite in my house. I, I want to purge. And my wife is the nostalgic one. We, we have like, at one point it was every one of the kids, first grade, second grade tote, third grade tote, you know, with three kids going through school. How much, how many pictures of trucks drawn with crayons does one family need to have? But <laughs> it, 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 it you need that room so you can find the storage there, but a kid's playroom or what a lot of people are, are doing is they're turning it into a family room with some type of fitness center. It's a fitness room or something along those lines that, that we're getting way more requests for fitness rooms and just overall wellness areas, a meditation room, believe it or not, we're putting numbers on right now. Uh, a, a yoga studio it is stuff like that, that we're putting into people's basements. Why? Cause we're all living there more and we're all looking, at ways to try to stay healthier at home and it's been a lot of fun finding out uh, what we can and can't do in some of these projects and working with different materials that uh, we're not used to we're becoming experts at installing rubber floors by the way yeah. those are a lot of fun but a kid's playroom i've seen the space it, it, it would be perfect uh, like a gaming chair could be in there you could it's big enough where you could do best of both worlds and have some some gym equipment as well yeah, so it's an unfinished room, and, and you saw it, and it looks like I think we could close off one part of it and, and then mm -hmm. keep the totes there. But then it's, we, we would organize that, so then it would be really utilizing that space. Um, so, so from there, I mean, obviously, we just have a cement floor in there. Um, the walls aren't done. We even, like the ceiling. So let me just ask you this. If we're to do this ourselves, and, and thankfully, my dad and brother-in-law, like they, are, they, they work cheap They're in beer. They're in, they can help on a weekend and maybe a couple weekends and get this done. But what are some top home improvement materials that we should not go cheap on and why? Well, I can tell you this. Take a look at what's easily changed and what's easily not changed. Um, 
things that are going to be that are going to be permanent fixtures of that room, like uh, cabinets, uh, closets, thing, things of that nature, or like think think of a kitchen. So you got flooring, countertops, cabinets. The thing I'm not going to skimp on is going to be first and foremost going to be the hardest one to replace. And that's going to be your cabinets and you can spend a wide variety. I'm not saying you have to go full blown custom cabinetry or custom millwork and your woodwork, but say like in this room, you're talking about having a built-in entertainment center or things of that nature. That's not something I'd go and buy from a box store and put together myself. I'd look for something that's going to be higher end, higher quality that can last 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years. And we've all been in houses that are a hundred years old and have the original cabinetry work. And when, 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 when you take the time and pick the right materials on, on, on things like that, is going to go a long ways. Things like flooring, yeah, you can spend a wide variety of money on flooring and and ceiling materials, but like flooring is it's pretty easily changed out. You don't have to take out the cabinets to redo the flooring. You don't have to take out the cabinets to redo the countertops. Sometimes um, you don't have to. You know, that's that's one of those things I would look at. And appliances are going to be something we talk to our customers about all, all the time. You're renovating a, a kitchen or a laundry room. And a lot of it, we're going to find out what appliances they want. And we tell them to dream big and, and we show them because we've done enough of these, Corey. You spend $80,000 on renovating your kitchen and, and your, your appliances go bad in two years. That's going to leave a bad taste in your mouth. So I really try to put my, my customers down the right path. And we, we partner with a couple people in the Twin Cities to go at. But I can tell you this, um, Sub-Zero and Wolf products that we use in, in these a lot. Even if they go bad, you got a repair guy out there within a couple of days. And I can't say that about any other any other appliance manufacturer that we work with. Um, same with Speed Queen when it comes to the laundry rooms. When, when, when their stuff goes bad, they're, they're on top of it. And it's not like none of them have stuff that goes bad. All their stuff goes bad. It's how they deal with it. And, you know, now you're talking, you, you can get into a litany of, of, of reasons to pick those companies, but, you know, uh, American made and the longevity of the product and more importantly, the warranties and how they stand behind them are going to be the factors that I choose in that. But we can talk about building materials all we want. And, and you're lucky you got your dad and, and your brother-in-law here, but a lot of us have to hire people to get this done. And the mistake I see people making more often than not on, on, on save, trying to save money on home improvements is, going with the the cheapest bid they get you don't always have to go with the most expensive but the the people you hire and how you pay the people you hire to install things in your house is probably going to have more to factor into how it's going to last and how it's going to look and how happy you're going to be than than the materials you pick to be honest with you Corey, the building materials nowadays that we have they're pretty awesome, you know, compared to it's hard to make a bad choice. There's 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 a wide variety of, of pricing, but take flooring from vinyl paint flooring to the very best hardwood flooring and to the very best ceramic tile. You might spend a little bit different, but they're all going to last about the same. They're all going to look pretty OK when you install them. You're really going to be talking about. A variety of things, uh, how it feels on your feet, the comfort level, the warmness, uh, and the fact that I always choose hardwood floors because I have canines and I know I can refinish a hardwood floor. So I don't want to, yeah, replacing a floor is easy, but it's still not a fun project. And I'd rather just refinish it 20 years down the road instead of having to replace it. Yeah. So there's another fundamental question here. And, and, and I think it is, all right, renovating mm -hmm. or saying, look, you know, maybe we're in the 
Maybe we're in the space now and the time now to move. And I think that's a fundamental question that people, but I want to get your thoughts on this, on when we do or what questions we need to ask ourselves before deciding which and which. Hey, here's what's trending. Got a great story of a customer we're dealing with right now. And he's trying to figure this out because he wants us to renovate. I told him he have to talk to realtor. I am not comfortable putting this much money into this house here. Okay. One room is one thing, but this question, moving versus renovating. I'm sure this is something that you deal with a lot, but trying to unpack that question and, and help people through this process. What are some things that you talk about when you, when you meet with people on, on and deciding moving versus renovating? Well, we're, we're, we're lucky enough to, to know quite a few realtors. And if they don't know any that they can talk about like what, what the real estate market's like, how much uh, return on investment I'm going to get on how much money I put into this house. And, and, and you can make those decisions because it, it really does boil down to that. You can spend eight, $900,000 on renovating your house. Say, and I put numbers for people. They want it all. The inside pool, the sport court, the, you name it. The, the, the bidet. Yes, the bidet, all of it. <laughs> the bidet. They want it all, but I'll make your house is going to be twice the value of any home in the neighborhood. Yeah. So you need to think, well, how long am I going to be here? How, what's my return on investment? Who is going to be able to afford a million and a half dollar house in this neighborhood? Being that there's never been one sold in that neighborhood that this particular customer I'm dealing with right now. And and, and they're hemming and hawing on that now. And, and they might start actually looking at other homes in different neighborhoods where maybe it's not the, the perfect home for them, but they, they can work with a realtor and a contractor. And maybe it's not renovating their own home. It's renovating a different house that they buy because the property values are going to be better and their return on investment long term is going to be better. There's a lot of factors that go go into this. Um and forget the, the the personal part of that. I don't know about you. I'm attached to my stuff. Like, I'll, I'll remodel before moving, and I just, I just, I love my my area, my world. I, I, but it's different for me, so it's hard for me to have that perspective. I'm fourth generation in this home for crying out loud. So, this is where my people have been for a very long time. So, renovating, being that this house that I'm in is on like its seventh renovation throughout the generations. Um, seems to be the answer for us over moving, but it's a very subjective thing. It's, it's, but, and there's a lot of factors that are going to go into it. You, you talk about this, what, what you, and you're going to be putting, this sounds like some renovation dollars behind your house. What, what makes you make that decision? We've, we've gone back and forth. We've gone back and forth, especially over the last year where it's like, okay, now with our jobs and we're, we're working from home and what's it going to look like in the future? Um, will we be at home? Will it be a hybrid? But we're not as reliant on having to be at a particular area that we were five years ago when we moved here. Mm -hmm. um, so, so all those factor in, we have thought about it, like, would we move? Um, and we've discussed that on the show. And I think what we decided as, is, is that we are in a great spot where we still have the flexibility to do all that we want at this point. Um, mm -hmm. And it just makes a lot of sense for our kids to be in this particular school district. We also, we love our house and it, we bought it knowing that we could, we could get bigger. Um, and, and, and at that point in time, we didn't have the twins. And so now uh, all the bedrooms are taken up. We, <laughs> we weren't expecting that, but, um, <laughs> but we just, we, we just feel like it's a, it's a great home. But, but to your point too, 
We also look at it financially and we're like, we're sitting in a very good spot where even if we needed to today, if we needed to sell our home, we would make money on it. We would not only make our money back, but we would make money on it. And that was a conscious decision when we moved here, knowing this is a budding area and we think that the house will be worth more if we went to sell it or had to sell it or had to move or if one of us lost our job. So that always kind of factors in for us is that we don't want to move into a place where it's like, oh, we're, we're too tight on money. It's too tight on our budget and we can't do the things that we want to do. And, and then also, too, we want to be in a spot where we know that if need be, we can sell it and, and not take a bath on it. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it goes to the old rule of thumb of real estate. The, the, the people that have done really well with, with figuring this out, it's just not that they're going and building where the people are. It's, it's where they're going to go like you did. You picked a budding neighborhood that's going to grow and it's going to become popular and it's still growing a lot. And, like, and, and if you get into those areas, it can make a big difference. It's one of my favorite conversations to have with customers because you know, I'll find people that have been in neighborhoods since the 60s and and just to see how much has changed in that neighborhood and, and how much money they've made on this house compared to where they originally bought it. You know, like I can tell you my, my first home, Corey, was $64,000. Yeah. The first home I bought, and 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 we're not talking that long ago. We're in 1999, I want to say it was, in it in beautiful St. Cloud, Minnesota, right next to the Frigidaire factory. That's that's probably why it was uh, so cheap. It was kind of a loud neighborhood, put it that way. Uh, yeah. But it uh, and you hear those stories and and what you can do with that house. Like for you, sticking a lot of money into that house is probably a pretty safe bet for being able to always get your money out of it because of one, the equity that you have built in already, but the home values in that area and what people are going to be looking for, the amenities in that home and, and the, the, the more money you stick into a, a place like where you live, I think you're going to get that money out of it. And not only that, you're going to have a lot of fun with it as well. And that's what I was just going to say too. That there's, there's obviously a balance. There's more to it than that too. I mean, mm -hmm. I, 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 we, Camille and I, we love our house. Like it's great. It, and we have a lot of space. There's also some things where it's like, you can look to that carrot in the future and go, Oh, you know what? That, that room's not being utilized. We could upgrade that. And that seems like that would be a, you know, a, a, a good project. So there's all mm -hmm. of that, but I wake up in the morning and, and I'm happy because I, I do love the house. I, I mean, I, we both genuinely do. And I think that's, you know, I, I, I hope that for other people too, because then you're not always looking to, uh, you know what, we need to, we need to live in a better place or a different place. And, and fundamentally that's just, Another way to live, too, is, is to try to live in the moment and be present, too. Exactly. And if there's been one thing for me that's been rewarding during COVID, it's the amount of conversations where that we have with people and be like, oh, I hate this about my house. And yeah. I just I just can't stand this part about my house. But then we get to renovate it and do some things. And and then we get to like the amount of positive reviews that we're getting on some of it's 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 been a lot of fun because people are loving it. And, and now we're going, we get them to go from hating their house to loving their house. It's a, it's as rewarding as a, a job that we've had in, in, in 2020, we've been in a lot of houses and in 2021, we looks like we're going to be in just as many. And, but if you're not liking your house, some little things you can do to, to make it better for sure. Okay. And now might be a timely, it might be timely for you to do that. And so Andy, how hiring a contractor in the winter can save you money. Hey, here's health. This is a, a really good point. And, and I think not one that enough people take advantage of. A couple things happen. 
as we start getting on to the year, some of the contractor schedules book up. And as they book up, their prices go up. Like I'm already booked for three months. So all my price is going to go up. And you might not know that you're one of those people getting a higher price than everyone else. The other thing that happens is building materials tend to rise throughout the year. They start mm-hmm. to see what they're selling and how they're selling it and take uh, last year. For instance, I haven't seen that many quarter three and quarter four bump up, quarter three and quarter four bump ups in pricing in a very, very long time. There's a litany of things, home improvements being going through the roof and everyone being in their house and spending a lot more money than normal on their homes, uh, being the main factor, supply and demand. And all of a sudden it's two weeks to get windows versus 10 weeks to get windows or uh, lumber themselves went up, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60% in some cases, depending on the building products. It's yeah. You can save a lot of money by planning in the wintertime. It's not fun walking around your house when it's all cold out. And sometimes you, it's not fun to be looking at a project. You can't even start right now because of how cold it is out, but contractors aren't as busy as they are normally. I can tell you this on average, when it's not winter time, my, we're running anywhere from hundred to 150 houses a day. Right now we're in about 25 homes a day. Mm-hmm. So we have a lot more time. So you're going to get a lot more of the contractor's attention. You're they're, they're not getting pulled in a lot of different ways. So not only are you going to save some money, you might actually get a better job and and be able to take the time to make the best decisions being that if you live where we do we're not going to start this for a couple of months probably but and you put all that up front and i know like what i'm doing with my customers right now if you put a down payment i guarantee your price for 2021 so if you're looking at a project you don't even want to start it in the fall if you can find a contractor and you work with them right now and, and buy the materials right now I guarantee you, you're going to be saving a lot of money. And we're not just talking hundreds of dollars. You're probably more talking about thousands of dollars because that's where I think building materials are going to end up in, in, in 2021. So I don't know uh, what came up with the idea of asking this question, Corey, but I don't think it's ever been more important to, to be on the front end of home improvements than it is in 2021. And if it's anywhere near what 2020 did, it's it's, it's going to get a little bit crazy out there. Yeah. Well, it just goes to show you planning pays off. And so if you're able to plan ahead, you can get on the books and you can save some money in the process. And that's a that's a great tip. What else you got, Andy? Hey, here's a pointer. For me, just looking at the raw materials is going to be very, very tough. And I know that a lot of people have a hard time visualizing how everything's going to happen. And and being the fact that we're still in, in covid world so no home shows are going to happen anywhere this year if if you can tour a friend's house or actually try to get some materials and try it in an area or you can get a contractor to try to bring actual materials to you that you can touch and feel like picking things out online and virtually people are getting into a lot of trouble right now and the end result of what they're thinking is going to happen usually it's hard to manage expectations when everything's picked through a computer so even though that we're all in COVID protocol, I think there's still a safe way to meet with contractors in person. There's there's something that's lost in translation translation virtually. Now, if 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 you're not comfortable with that, then you're not comfortable with that. But I just know I'm I'm hearing horror stories left and right, Corey, of of change orders that are happening and surprising people with big ticket items and dollar items because they didn't take the time to do their due diligence and meet with everyone up front. They tried to do it through a computer or through email and, and picking out pictures online. And I can, I have a virtual home remodeler right now, Corey, where I can take a picture of your house and change all the colors. 
but I, if I'm going to be using them as these materials on your house, I want you to be able to touch and feel the trim and, and, and the windows and operate them and, and know, cause I'm like on siding alone, the different dimensions that you can get and thicknesses and materials and, and textures that you can get on your house. It's hard to visualize that without holding it. And the difference in weights, when, when you just look at a product and say it's shingles and this shingles $500 and this shingles just using round numbers here is $250 chances are most of us are going to gravitate the $250 shingle, but now you feel the weight difference. And this one you can tell is five times thicker and weighs this much more and actually has an impact resistance rating and yada, yada, yada that you might, for me, I'm going to drift more towards the $500 one because knowing what I know, the more money you spend on your home improvements, the typically on the materials that you buy, typically the longer they're going to last. And if you can make those decisions, not virtually, you seem to be making the best decisions. It's just long story short. I know I went on and on and on and on and on and on and on, and on here, but virtual home improvements are going to be a thing. I just don't think they're the thing yet. So I equated to, it's one thing to buy a, a karate kid or Cobra Kai shirt on the internet and it fits okay. And you like the shirt and it fits okay. And you're just yep. deal with it, right? Because it's a nice $15 shirt. It's another thing to, to think about these major decisions around the house where you're spending thousands and thousands of dollars and just order it online and never see it in person. I, I get that. It, it, it's scary for me. And I just, the, the horror stories, $50,000 for a, a renovation product. And you never even met with a contractor. That's, uh, we're going to be, um, I still think uh, my industry is going to be the number one complaint on industry at the Better Business Bureau. And uh, you know what? That's, that's okay because guys like me, we don't get complaints. <laughs> well, we're thankful to have a guy like you. Thanks, Andy. Great stuff. Thank you. 